The Chinese New Year wrap packet itself carries a unique meaning of blessing the next generation and the next generation's next generation. In this case, our next generation is Ivan and Song Song. And in that extension, Ivan should be receiving wrap packets on behalf of his two sons. We are passing our blessing on them. And likewise, they are to pass it on. As disciples of Christ, our spiritual next generation are the next disciples after us. The candy lotus seed and the New Year cake are common goodies for Chinese New Year celebration. The Chinese pronunciation, Tonglinzi, candied lotus seed, means to ban next generation. And Lingo, New Year cake, means to grow in all aspects of life. In the spiritual sense, we may understand that as bearing spiritual sons and daughters through evangelism and growing in Christ through discipleship. Let's now hear from Ivan and Song Song, our next generation Cantonese and Mandarin community pastor, share their stories. I will be back in a little bit. Hey, Song Song. Hi, Ivan. In every Chinese New Year, we gather as a family in a reunion dinner to thank for the past, and then another meal during the first or second day of the New Year to embrace the start of the year. Do you have the similar tradition in your hometown? Yes, my hometown is in Shandong, a province in northern China. Every Chinese New Year's Day, my family will get together and we will have dumplings or jiaozi. Oh, you came from Shandong? Yes. Would you mind telling us how you came to Hong Kong? Sure, I came to Hong Kong for my master's degree, and my major is Geographic Information System, which is related to GPS. Looking back, it must be God's GPS that drags me here. God's GPS. Yes. Interesting. You must share with us how you come to know the law. Sure. When I was a student in Hong Kong, I was invited to join a Mandarin Alpha course. It was the first time I came to a church. People in the church were very nice, just like you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and very joyful. I was very attracted to that kind of joy. By the way, at that time, I was very stressed from writing my dissertation. I was so curious. Why are they so joyful? So I asked a sister in the church, and she told me that because there is a God in her life. Then I started the journey of exp uh, to explore my faith. However, I couldn't find a solid uh, answer after joining the fellowship for a long time. I wonder, maybe we are just from different cultures and different backgrounds. So I got a little frustrated. So what's happened next? A year after, what I saw to be the core support in my life collapsed. My heart was broken. I was in so much pain. Then I remembered the sister in the church told me before, when you are in need, you can pray to God. God will be your help. So I decided to pray to God. It was the very first time in my life I prayed by myself. So I closed my eyes. I put my hands together. 
when I started to cry out, my heavenly Father, the word Father was still in my mouth. Ah, mouth. I felt a pair of very warm hands holding my heart. I don't know how best to describe it. It was so warm and so bright. I never experienced that before in my life. So I know that there is truly a God in this world. I stopped struggling and decided to follow Jesus. What a wonderful testimony, Song Song. And also thank you for leading us with a wonderful song. So, hey, Song Song, do you have any new dreams for the new year? <laughs> um, yes, I, I, I will share more about how I grow in Christ first. <laughs> well, firstly, I learned in my community. My fellowship started to disciple me. We had Bible study every week to make our life rooted in God's word. We learned how to love each other in fellowship, and we also reached out to others. And also, I got my calling after a short-term mission trip. God spoke to me from Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and the recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's fever. Then I made a bond decision to submit the rest of my life to serve God. You know what? My name, Song Song, in Pinyin is S-O-N-G, just like song in English. Ever since I was young, I loved music, but I had never pursued my dream. Rather, I followed people's expectation to study a more promising subject. God called me back to his original plan, exactly like the GPS system guiding us. After my decision to follow Jesus Christ, I learned piano, drums, and even I began to write songs. I want to use songs to worship God in my whole life. Before I came to know the Lord, I wanted to be seen as a model of success in the eyes of others. Now, I only want to be the treasured song song in the eyes of the Lord. In this, there's very beautiful name, song song. So now I cannot wait to hear your dreams now. <laughs> <laughs> now I can share my dreams you to so you. <laughs> yeah. My dream is to be used by God and share more beautiful songs of the Lord. My dream in this new year is to, worship, is to use worship to draw more and more people near to God. God called me to proclaim the freedom for the prisoners and set the oppressed free. We are all learners on the way. To be honest, I'm still in the way of releasing myself. I need to release from the needs of people's approval and the success. So, so that... I have the same passion to the people in the one. I want the people in the one to experience the release from our burdens and find our own freedom in Jesus Christ. 
so you are really discipled and equipped well, so that you can be ready to disciple others and make disciples. Wow, Ivan, thank you for listening to my story. Now I would like to hear your story as well. Sure. Uh, let me share a little bit of my own story to be discipled. Uh, it is even in a secular sense. I used to be in discipline force, which is fire service department. That is in 2005, I start my training. Um, in the training, we are, we are trained with the essential basic uh, foundation about the uh, fire service uh, training. And which is, uh, we trained it with using the briefing apparatus, uh, the searching, high search and uh, high risk search and rescue, and also a firefighting strategy and so on. Um, after that, some of us may feel that, wow, we are so cool. We have finally a fireman to save the world, something like that. Very, very well equipped. Yeah. But of course, that's far from true. We are not entirely ready. What we went through were very basic, laying the very foundation. There is so much more that we have to learn to build up our com comprehensive skill set in the real life, rather than just in the training. Actually, how we really learned to be really well equipped as a fireman is in the midst of real fire and sin. We need to culminate our own experience by observing, practicing how our seniors met and guide us. But interestingly enough, after a period of time, we suddenly realized that, wow, we are leading and guiding others who are new, passionate, first joined uh, the fire service, but they have, a, they have the same uh, desire, the burning heart to save others from the fire. I first joined the Vine community 10 years ago. Being the part of this community of disciples allowed me to go quite similar to competing the essential of fire service training. But then I, we, not just me, but we, right, we, the whole community, must go into the field, not from the fire zone, not to the fire zone, but the field of harvest, yet likewise, save life and souls. We have learned a lot and heard a lot in church about the teaching, but now we are turned them into lively teaching. That is, we are challenged to live it out by faith in every situation in our lives. What I've learned from my other so-called senior disciple in church is when I saw how they really turned their hopeless situation to really live in their life by faith. They can be sick, poor in material world, uh, brokenness in motion, grieving from losing their beloved one, etc. Through this, I can see that, wow, how they really live their life through their faith and then put their difficult situation in a living life. Then when I face my own challenges, their testimony, their life example become my encouragement. Wow, what a wonderful story. Ivan, I can hear your heart of making disciples. Actually, I have a heart to reach out to the Mandarin speakers in Hong Kong as well. Wow, wonderful. 
you must share more with us. Sure. There are many, many uh, new mainland immigrants studying, working, and living in Hong Kong. And it is also because of this, many people get to know Jesus. I am one of them. Some churches have started their Mandarin ministry, while the one has its unique vision to reach out. As a young congregation, we are mingled English and Chinese speakers, and an all-embracing culture, all-loving Hong Kong, we have much to offer. Most of all, we do have this mandate to make disciples. I just want to be part of God's plan for the many fellow Chinese. 如果您对普通话施工也有兴趣，邀请您加入我们，享受与神一起同工的喜乐。Thank you very much for sharing with us, Song Song. Now, Vivian and I will share more about discipleship. Hey, Vivian. Hi, Ivan. The Great Commission, as described in Matthew 28, 18-20, carries four or where the Greek word pass was used. All authority, all nations, or all people, all my commandments with you always, all days. But the only verb is disciple. It is in imperative tense that is indeed command. We are all familiar, familiar with the Great Commission, and we hope that this is not a great omission. The Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. God has entrusted us the message and the authority to bring goodness, peace, and joy to nations. We are to live it out with the very life that Jesus has modeled for his disciples in his early life, even before his death and resurrection. And likewise, to make disciples. The commission is expressed not so much in terms of the means to proclaim the good news, but in the end, to make disciples. There are few aspects to understanding making disciples. First, to, dis- to, uh, to, to, to disciple a person to Christ is to bring him into relation of student to teacher, taking his yoke of authoritative instruction. We are to accept what he says as true because he said it, and submit his requirements as white because he makes them. Second, disciples are those who hear, understand, and obey Jesus' teaching. To disciples command a kind of evangelism that does not stop after someone makes a profession of faith. Third, that is biding on a Jesus or Jesus' disciple to make others what they themselves are, disciples of Jesus Christ. To make disciples of all nations does require many people to leave their homelands, but Jesus' main focus remains on the task of all believers to duplicate themselves wherever they may be. I echo what you and Song Song just uh, shared earlier on. Years back, when my family moved to uh, live in Singapore, I was coping to live in a foreign land. Yet someone reached out to me, shared the shalom, and fellowship with me over meals. She also met our needs of needing support, 
love and acceptance. And when the opportune time came, she shared the gospel with me and family. Interestingly, since then, I was nurtured by yet another foreigner, a young lady all the way from Colombia, who brought me through a basic understanding of Christian faith, taught me how to read the Bible, praying by praying together, and we were connected to family cell groups. In fact, we began to host a home group, but were tremendously blessed by a young, energetic Singapore leader. Her name was Sunshine, and I love her as she was indeed sunshine for my family. All these amazing people embraced us while we lived in a foreign land. Their embrace had made a huge impact on my family. And I dare to say, we learned to be a blessing for others while we reside as foreigners. More significantly, the church adopted India as a nation that we wanted to disciple. And various members went on mission trips one after another to various parts of the country to partner with local churches to evangelize, to encourage, and to disciple disciples. Therefore, I challenge all of us here, whatever we are from, now that we are in this land, we can be a blessing for others, regardless of our and their ethnic origin. Then, my husband Sydney and I felt called to serve back here in Hong Kong some 14 years ago. Here at In the Vine, Ivan and I were amazed to witness the birth of a new ministry, outreaching to local Cantonese and subsequently Mandarin speakers. I recalled a God-given vision in late 2014, where I saw Chinese faces all over Hong Kong and sense their pain and desperation and tears. The vision ended with the word satellites, as well as seeing sparks through down Hong Kong and China. I wept upon seeing this vision, and the Lord began to break my heart for both Cantonese and Mandarin speakers. Could it be that God is calling divine to think more seriously about reaching out with the gospel to Chinese in our city. This may mean running Cantonese and Mandarin Alpha courses on a regular basis. It may mean launching a Cantonese and Mandarin vine surface. It may mean planting satellites in Hong Kong and in China. I tremble to communicate to Andrew and church leaders a sense of God's new vision to us as a church. In 2015, we took a step of faith to establish the Vine Chinese community to intentionally connect and disciple the Cantonese and Mandarin-speaking congregations at the Vine. And it's unquestionably a step in the right direction for reaching out to Chinese believers in this city. Now, you may ask how we shall reach out or evangelize. Let's turn to Luke 10 where Jesus taught his disciples about the valuable evangelistic process. Luke 10, verse 5 to 9. When you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. 
do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is offered to you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. I love this passage in which I find four fruitful steps in this evangelistic process that build very much in line with the Chinese New Year celebration setting. Step one, bless. Speak peace to them in verse five. Step two, fellowship. Eat with them in verse seven. Step three, minister. Take care of their needs in verse nine. Step four, proclaim. The kingdom of God has come in verse 9. Whenever we do a Chinese New Year visit, we desire to bless one another. So, step one, bless. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house. The speaking peace involves not just words, but an intentional impartation. The words that we speak should impact spirit and life. They cannot be casual or flippant. They are intended to touch the recipient. When we bless the people in our circle of influence, sooner or later, those who you used to keep away from us will begin to look for us, opening the door to fellowship. They will make it because they will feel the blessings we are speaking over them. They may put it like this. When I see you walking by, I get a positive vibration. What they mean is that in our presence, they feel a tangible peace. Step two, engage in two-way fellowship. Stay in that house, eating and drinking what they give you. Fellowship provides an opportunity to show unconditional acceptance by welcoming people the way they are instead of the way we want them to be. In fact, Jesus' instruction here is that we let the others bless us. Why? In Jesus' day, the custom was to offer food and lodging to visitors, even to strangers. Today, when we allow others to do something for us, we affirm their value and dignity as God's creation. We should appreciate the fellowship. We may then speak blessings in return. Of course, we need to be sensitive as much as creative in the COVID season and the space limitations of Hong Kong. Many of my sisters became master chefs. They baked all kinds of goodies to bless others, and we gladly embraced the love and food. Whenever the COVID situation permits, we host very small-scale gatherings with loved ones or friends in quiet restaurants or homes just to celebrate togetherness, or else we just bless each other over Zoom. Step three, minister to the phonies. Heal those in it who are sick. Fellowship eventually leads to opportunities to meet people's phonies. This will only happen after they trust us enough to disclose them. Once we build such trust, they may share their fear and concerns of being troubled by the COVID. They may even tell us about the fear of losing their job, their struggles and frustration in relationships with family members, friends or colleagues. 
they will begin to share heart to heart because they sense our genuine care for them. It is at this precise moment when we can say to them, I have been praying for you, and I would be glad to pray about this concern too. Amazingly, most people will say yes. When we start praying for them, soon we will be praying with them. Praying is the most tangible trace of eternity in the human heart. Even atheists have prayed in moments of desperation. When we let the others know that we are praying prayers of faith for their felt needs, we touch them at the heart level. Many years back, while my family gathered for a reunion dinner, prior to my father going for a cardiac operation, he ridiculed me and Sydney in front of the entire household when we told him that we were praying for him. Anyway, we did not give up praying for him passionately. The day that he went for surgery, he was pushed out from the operating theater much earlier than expected. But he was smiling like a child as he was told by the doctors that the suspected abnormality was no longer there. Praise the Lord. He realized Jesus answered prayer and God indeed healed him. Since then, he is much more open to our praying with him and he will say, Amen. Step four, let the pre-believers know that the kingdom has come near them and invite them to come into it. Say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Once we have taken steps to blessing the others, fellowship with them, and take care of the families, something is bound to happen. We have imparted to them peace that upstream to God, which is what pre-believers may not experience the most. We have provided them with the most caring and healthy fellowship they have ever enjoyed. And we have offered prayer for needs that they have not been able to meet on their need. So don't be surprised if they say something like, I feel something. I don't know what's happening to me right now. Or tell me, who is this God who loves me even though I don't know him? At that point, we can share the gospel with them. It is the kingdom of God that has just come near to you. Would you like to come into it? Then we may gently lead them to Christ. Some years back, someone close to me began to hear strange voices in the household. And manifestations of insomnia, disturbed mood followed, leading to uncontrollable outbursts. We were approached to visit the house, we went to bless, to fellowship, and to pray for much-needed peace in the household. And we led the family to Christ. What an amazing testimony, Vivian. Regardless of the tremendous of COVID infection and related social distancing measures, yet the Bible also reminds us to Matthew 6, 33. In the message version, Steve, your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You will find all your everyday human concern 
will be met. In the NIV version, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. The fall of Satan in Luke 10 was precipitated by Jesus standing to 70, to every city and place where he himself was going to come. Now Jesus is coming, but he is sending us ahead to every household to bath, to fellowship, to minister the people in this, and to invite others into God's kingdom. Vivian, would you say you have new vision or new dreams for the new year? What I do know is this. If it is a word, a vision, a dream from God, then God keeps watching to see that His word is fulfilled. I believe we were, are, and will be witnessing the myth of God on us about His call to invite us to reach out to the local Cantonese and Mandarin speakers in this city. God is going to bring restoration and hope to the brokenhearted in the political situations and in the COVID challenges. Some of us here may feel called to step up and embrace God's vision for bearing spiritual sons and daughters through evangelism and growing in Christ through discipleship. Therefore, firstly, I invite you to get connected and discipled in one of the vine communities, like the energetic youth community fight, the vibrant young adults community 180, the authentic Cantonese and Mandarin community, the amazing community groups. Come join the Vine various discipleship courses, including the Alpha Preparatory course, Tree of Life courses, and others to get equipped to evangelize to our loved ones and friends. Talk to one of the Vine staff about the best ways to use your influence at home or workplace as a witness of Jesus to your family and colleagues. Secondly, I encourage you to invite your loved ones and friends to join the churchwide Alpha in April and October this year. Thirdly, I invite anyone here who might already have a heart for China or Mandarin speakers in the city. Come and join us in praying and discerning together as a church to buy weekly Mandarin worship and prayer gatherings starting April. Lastly, God the Father loves you very, very much. God the Father loves you very much, just like what Song Song has shared earlier on. Even though she has not come to know Jesus, as she prayed, she felt the strong sense of God's love coming to her. She sensed her heart was carried by the, by the Lord's hand. 
主啊，我多谢你，因为系你去触摸我哋嘅心。我哋知道喺呢我哋嘅城市当中里面，我哋有好多人都觉得好疲乏、好无奈、好无助。我哋好多嘅梦想好似破碎晒，我哋唔知道喺边度可以重拾我哋嘅梦想。但我哋知道主你嘅爱，你嘅平安，你嘅祝福系与我哋同在嘅时候，你好想扶我哋一把，你好想让你嘅爱去触摸我哋。所以主，我今日奉主耶稣嘅名去祝福今日听到我哋今日嘅啊讲道，或者主你呢份嘅爱，求你去亲自去祝福，去触摸每一个人嘅心。Father, we thank you for for today. We understand that we are living in a era of chaos, many challenges, many concerns, in the midst of the COVID, in the midst of the political situations. But God the Father, your peace, your blessing, your love, be with us. Today, we you hear the gospel that the kingdom of God has come near to you. Would you like to come into it? If you haven't yet received Jesus into your life, or you would want to rededicate your life to Jesus, you can do so by praying with me the following: Dear Jesus, I want the gifts of blessing, hope, love, and eternal life you offer. I open my life and heart to you now, and accept you as my savior. Forgive me for all the wrongs I have done. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. Give me a fresh start and help me get to know you and your love. I am your beloved child. In Jesus' name, Amen.